You good? Yeah. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of Movie Grouch and Fanboy Podcast. My name is Bex, I am a big movie grouch and here with me, he's rubbing his head. How's your pins and needles? Different podcast, mate. I know, I know, but we're literally just doing it straight after the other. Uh, at the moment they're okay, thanks. Good. Are you alright? Yes. Excellent. Nothing's changed in the last three minutes since we finished the last one. Fab, that's good to know. If you've yeah, if you've not heard us before, you're very welcome. This is a bit of a special special to make up for the fact that there was a lot of radio silence over Christmas from us. Mm-hmm. Um, we were going to do a Christmas special, but that kind of fell by the wayside. So what we thought we'd do instead is a New Year special where we talk about the stuff that we watched over Christmas, uh, and we thought we'd release it on today because it's Blue Monday is like super depressing. Mm-hmm. So if you're struggling, if you, I mean. Good God, if you're struggling and you're looking for us to help you through, I mean... Then question welcome. Your, <laughs> yeah, question welcome. Life you should choices. be here. We're here to help. Yeah, we are... We are oh, God, this is getting very dark now. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just releasing it on Blue Monday to help everybody through January. And, yeah, we're nearly through. We've got this. We've got this. We normally start with a chat about what we've been watching. So what we're going to do here is talk about stuff that we watch separately over christmas so you go first because you've got a ton not a ton but um so i watched a couple of bits with like just a main so i really should I do films or should i do the tv show first just be the master of your own destiny blake okay i watched the witcher oh god series one and two um over over about a week and a half i think i did it right it's really good right. i really liked it okay. um really good not what I was expecting. Like way more gory than I thought. It was a very a lot, lot of boobs in the first few episodes as well. Like it was very much like it starts off like really Game of Thrones. So there's a lot of nudity, a lot, a lot of boobs. There was a lot of boobs in it. Um, <laughs> and um, Henry Cavill plays the Witcher. Turns out Henry Cavill. Yeah, I know you don't like him. I'm not a biggest fan. I don't think he's oh, that good an actor. No, I don't. But it turns out like he's like a super nerd. Like he's really into fantasy. And part of the part of him coming on board and doing this was he didn't. He wasn't going to do anything that wasn't true to the source material. And okay. I just found that really interesting. I thought it was like that's pretty cool. That's quite that's quite mm-hmm. a nice way of looking at it. So if you like fantasy and you like Game of Thrones, you like Lord of the Rings. Uh, this is kind of a mix of the two. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's pretty pretty cool. Um, so I do. I would recommend it. I watched the new Ghostbusters movie. Oh okay. Right. I had really low expectations. Wasn't excited about it. And I was like, I'm gonna put it on just in case. And actually, it's pretty good. Mm. It's pretty. I quite I quite enjoyed it. It tapped into the nostalgia quite well. The cast were pretty good. It definitely has has flaws in it. Um, and there were bits where it was really sweet as well. So yeah definitely go check it out i think it's out on digital i watched it on digital online so mm. it's, um, in the, it's in the cinemas as well it's isn't it? been in the cinemas or oh, and now it's out on digital release okay. i think basically and then last night i watched a film called boiling point starring oh, Stephen graham yeah so it's a one the whole film is one shot like one take there's no cuts so it's an hour and 20 minutes and it's set in a restaurant and Stephen graham plays a chef and it is fucking sensational 
Oh, really? Oh, my God. Like, I was gripped. It, it's really tense. I've, I've never seen... Like, I can't talk for other industries with regards to how accurately they are portrayed. But this was everything that you find in most restaurants. Mm. Like, from the staff interactions with the customers to then them going to their own staff mates and moaning about the tables, <laughs> the, the, the different types of customers, yeah. the pressure in the kitchen having to make a menu up like when the orders weren't done like it, it, honestly kp's turning up late and then the other kp being in the shit like it had everything that you go through in the kitchen all right rarely does all of this stuff and have happen in the same in one night mm. but it's fucking yeah. my god they got the tone of a kitchen and a working restaurant so spot on yeah it's unbelievable the, like if we haven't mentioned you are a chef yeah yeah and yeah. there's like there's been a few films like chef like when we that's pretty accurate but obviously yeah. it's got a it's nice set, gloss that's it's what got a nice it's gloss it's, and it's obviously yeah. it's americans it's a little bit different how they operate kitchens and stuff over there but it's yeah. pretty you know they really consider how the food looked and where it was cooked it was done properly they got a great chef on to, to oh, yeah. do uh, um the stuff on the show oh roy Choi popped up in gilmore girls oh did he yeah legend it's yeah. fucking badass um so yeah that's what i've watched sort of on my own yeah um so my recommendation out of those definitely boiling point cool above everything else because i thought it was sensational it might just be because i'm a chef that i was like oh my god this is amazing but mm. i just the idea that it was one shot from start to finish it's so clever how they did it as well so it's just one camera following the cast are oh, stunning stunning movie um, Stephen Graham is one of those people that I always think if I met him in real life, I'm sure he's a really lovely oh, man. He is. But he's I'd fucking be amazing. Yeah, I'd be terrified that he just had me headbutt me out of nowhere because he's. I've seen him in so many gritty, yeah. kind of like really grimy roles yeah, yeah. where he's like um, violent or like some kind of scumbag. Yeah, and I'm genuinely like whenever I hear people talk about him, they're always like, "Oh, he's such a lovely guy." And I'm yeah, just like, no. he is like the nicest. It's guy. like Robert Carlyle. Yeah. I read something the other day about Begbie and the fact that like that that character has followed him around like his really? entire career. Well, obviously a couple of film groups that I'm like on on social media and stuff. It, uh, one of the topics that come a lot is uh, come up a lot is like how great an actor Stephen Graham is, mm. um, and that he's it's weird that he's sort of like this lad from Liverpool, but he's off in America playing Al Capone and yeah. just doing crazy crazy stuff and he like every time he's interviewed he's just happy that he's working yeah like family man yeah he is like the nicest guy by all mm. accounts and he comes across as that yeah but he does play these insane roles so well yeah. yeah he's fucking awesome i've got a lot of time for him so check it out he's wicked awesome what did we what did you watch because you've only watched one thing you said because you did some art stuff so yes. i had a lot of, the reason i watched so much is because i had a lot of tv time to myself really yeah we're supposed to spend time together and uh, <laughs> you, i just was like, like no, sorry fuck I'll this i've got crafting to do yep so i watched emily and harris oh weirdly about a chef oh yeah there is a hot chef in it yeah that's right uh, I didn't say hot, I just said chef. So, well, you could have gone, yeah, chef. Yeah, yeah okay, a chef. Um, it's fine. I rewatched the first series and then watched the second series as well. And it came under a lot of fire during lock. Was it lockdown? It was out. It was. It came through. It came under a lot of fire for the way that it dealt with the cultural differences. Oh, pins and needles are back. Boop, 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 boop. Pins and needles watch. Carry on. We're all right. You carry on. I feel like there should be an alarm, like a going off or something. It came under a lot of criticism, I think, because of 
the not like the xenophobia but i can't remember what it was it it was just a bit like it it was they i think they said there was like problems with with the way that they dealt with the fact that she couldn't speak french and she was quite sort of rude about the culture and things like that and i watched it back and i just thought actually she's it always felt like to me like she was very much the butt of the joke like all her french colleagues were very cool and classy what was her job over there she was a marketing marketing bod Right. Okay. So all her uh, colleagues were very like cool and classy and French and Parisian, and she was sort of like the oh I don't speak the language sort of thing, which already makes you think a bit like oh, okay really couldn't speak the language. But um, I watched it again and I it's so daft and so silly, and she's tripping around Paris in these fucking ridiculous outfits that are just awesome, and I'm just like oh I don't care I love it. Oh, good, good. So, um, that's as long as you look. It doesn't matter if you like it. That's good. It's really silly and it's it's harmless, but it's really lovely. And I did actually recommend it to our neighbour, and she was like, "Mm, "This is not going to be my cup of tea." And then a couple of days later, I got a why oh why did I listen to you? He watched it. Jade. Right. Okay. (laughs) She was literally texting me like, "Why oh why did I listen to you? Does she stay? Does she go? What happens?" Did she love it? She loved it. She loved it. She also thinks Scott loved it as well. She thinks he was watching it <laughs> like, accidentally. Apparently he said, I'm not watching this shit. And then she said she thinks that he was like secretly into it. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Which just made me laugh. So yeah, that that was my watch. Great. Really uh, well, actually, no, that's not entirely true because I caught you. Well, not caught you. Ooh, what I, was I doing? You, you were watching some of, I don't know if you watched it all or what, but you've watched some of the new Sex and City, The Return. Oh, yeah, I have. I, I think if I was Kim Cattrall. Like, you're not a super fan, but you do. I used to be. You used to be, yeah. I used to be. I used to love it. Is it, it Sex and then, in the City or Sex and the City? Sex and the City. Right, okay, cool. Uh, don't, there's a whole Paravod episode going through my head now. <laughs> Let's just call it Sexy City. A sexy City. Mm. I feel like we should have like a sax for like uh, that just sounded like cats yeah. cats in a bag just Isley is broken in jury's out if I was Kim Cattrall I would be pretty pissed off because I think I watched an interview with her on Piers Morgan and she just basically said there's no way in hell that I will ever be playing Samantha Jones ever again I promise you I will never do it and the way that they set up the series was that she and Carrie had had a row but there was a there was an episode where she's texting Samantha and Carrie reaches out and sort of says oh I miss you and you see like Samantha like the bubble comes up to say that she's replying and then it just goes dead and I'm like "Mm." so I think probably the benefit of when you're either I think SJP might have been executive producer or she might have had some kind of Mm. like say creative say on it i think the benefit of that is that you can portray things the way that you want it to yeah i'm not saying that that's i think they've done kim cattrall fucking cold i think i i, I can't like i i've seen bits of sex in the city i've not seen i can't say i've seen the whole episode but what i can say is that she was integral to the show and for them to treat her yeah. like this on the well, return regardless of how people, you don't know you don't know what's even, gone on well, do it doesn't you? matter but it's like either right out the show properly yeah. 
don't fucking half-ass it and have it fucking in it. Because by they said like, that she'd gone to the UK for work and they just could have left yeah. it there. They didn't yeah. have to, to yeah, add yeah. these other bits in. Yeah, that would, we would, everyone would have been yeah. fine. Okay, cool. They didn't get on anymore. That's why they've yeah. written her out. We don't need to hear from her again. Yeah. I just think I just think it's, yeah, it's, it feels a bit sly it, to me. Yes, yes. And I'm not even a fan. Do you know what and I mean? And I think, like, Charlotte's just... Well, she gets my fucking tits. Yeah. The, Charlotte's character was annoying. But then Miranda, I do like Miranda, but Miranda had, uh, like, Miranda's got her own issues, and I'm just a bit like, oh, I don't know. I think this is the problem. It's, it's a little bit like Friends, and it aged really badly. And a lot of the jokes and a lot of the things, when you watch it back, it's just like, oh, God, yeah. this was this period in time when we all kind of thought this was brilliant. Mm. So, yeah, jury's out. I'm glad I watched it. I think what was really good was that they had a couple who were having fertility treatment so IVF because they couldn't have a baby naturally there were some really interesting scenes and inclusions or conversations around that topic which you don't often see on mainstream oh, telly um, and that made me really happy that's a really interesting conversation that isn't often represented yeah, yeah. in that way yeah but yeah they were they were pretty cool the characters were really cool they both had kind of really fulfilling jobs and their lives did not suck without kids. So it was it was really cool to see that represented. That's good. Mm. That's good. Modernising sex in the sexy city. Sexy city, yeah. 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 Awesome. Cool. Right then. So, what have we watched together? Okay, well the first thing that we watched together was on BBC iPlayer and it was the Mezzo Tints. Mm. Which... I was really excited about it. It was like a ghost story for Christmas. M.R. James, isn't it? It's an M.R. James ghost story. Mm. Um, I believe it's probably still on iPlayer, actually. Well, let me just check. Yes, it is. And it is available for 11 months. So uh, you've got plenty of time <laughs> to check it out. Yeah, it, it was really good. It had a really great cast. So it had Robert Bathurst in, it had Rory Kinnear. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. I good. thought it was really good. Uh, really faithful adaptation to the story. The Metsotin's probably not one of my favourite M.R. James story. I mean, just in case anybody's anybody cares, it's uh, a warning okay. to the curious. Uh, yeah, that's my favourite. Yeah, what did you think of it? I thought it was wicked too. It was really Yay. good. Uh, it was, um, anything that ends where you don't see the ending, I'm all for all about that. It makes yeah. you make up your own mind, and I think enough. There needs to be more television and movies where, as an audience member, you're left and you're trusted to make up your own mind as to what happens. Yeah. And I think it's so rare that we get that now as or as 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 an audience. And when you do, it's really refreshing. So Mark Gatiss was involved with the production of that. Mm, yeah. And he not only is like a big horror fan mm. but he is also so I've got an audiobook of M.R. James stories and he plays the narrator so he's he's obviously okay got, so he's a I, fan. I don't know whether he's a fan but I would say that he's got he's he's been involved on kind of numerous M.R. James mm. projects before and I think his I think he just credits people with intelligence and yeah. I think he's very good at oh god this is going to sound really wanky but I think he does credit people with 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 intelligence to kind of 
piece things together, together for yourself. Kind of join the yeah. dots. Yeah. You know, you don't need stuff spelled out for you, no. which is which is good. It's really nice. Mm. Yeah. So no, great. Definitely recommend going and watching it. Yes. If you haven't seen it and definitely. you and you weren't aware of it, no. Definitely check it out. Yeah. So that's that. So then the next thing we watched was The Guilty, which was on Netflix mm-hmm. yep. and stars Jake Gyllenhaal. So synopsis for this film is a demoted police officer. A, a demoted police officer assigned to call a dispatch desk is conflicted when he receives an emergency phone call from a kidnapped woman. Mm. What so did you bit, think of this? So I've just been reminded that it's a originally a Danish Danish film uh, released in 2018, and I so it's and and Antoine Fuqua that directed it wasn't it and he did training day yeah which we all know how i feel about training day uh so i was a little bit disappointed okay i was a little bit disappointed it i'd want to go and see the danish one in, instead because i i think sometimes these things when they get remade from like a european they're never as good no they're not they're I really agree. not. I don't know. I just was a bit like, oh god, you've not learned anything. You know, you've obviously been demoted because you you had an uh, an altercation. Now, what I can't remember is, did he kill? He killed a guy, didn't he? Which is why mm-hmm. he shot yeah. somebody. Obviously, been demoted because of an incident, and he just didn't really seem to learn anything. And it was really only by sheer bloody fortune that he didn't fuck everything up at the end for himself. Mm-hmm so that that was my takeaway yeah it's it's a weird one because i don't actually i don't can you like a a a can you like someone playing a role but not like the film yeah cool because i think jake general is a really good actor i really rate him i think he's very good <laughs> when you look at me you're like i really like him he's my favorite <laughs> no he's not my favorite oh, no he's not he's very good i think he's he, like he's a very talented actor i think he does a lot of stuff very well but I just don't think this film was very good. Like, no. it was like... It was space... I, did, I think it would have been better if it had... Like, this is going to sound crazy for a film that's, like, sort of set in one... Again, set in one room with, you know, mm. effectively one cast. It, I felt it was really lacking tension. Yeah. And I think the aim of this film is it's supposed to be quite tense. Yeah. But I, I think it was really it. missed that note. Yeah. Like, yeah, quite, quite, quite a bit. So, yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's all I have to say, really. All like, I'm going to say, it was no nocturnal animals. Yeah, that was fucking great, Jake Gyllenhaal. I love that film. Yeah, that's my favourite. I'm seeing more and more Jake Gyllenhaal films where I'm like, meh. Don't know, and I, I know Night, that he's Night really Nightcrawler's up there. I haven't seen that. Yeah, we have. We watched it together. I think I fell asleep. With Riz I, Ahmed. Yeah, I didn't watch it. It's really good. Okay. Really good. Well, I'll watch it Watch then. it again. So that was The Guilty. So then I, I remember that we forgot I forgot something. What did you forget? <laughs> and this is going to be great content. Love, Death and Robots. Oh, fuck. Didn't we? Oh, shit. How did we forget that? I don't know. Like, that's possibly the best thing stuff i watched over Christmas. That might be number one. Shall I tell the story? Can you tell the story? So, my brother has been telling me to watch it for ages. And uh, Love, Death and Robots, it's a two-part series on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, each episode is done by a different artist and team and it's all anime or animation animation anime so i started it and i watched i watched loads and they vary in time some are eight minutes some are a little bit longer i think the longest is like 30 minutes then none of them are very long 
So I watched the load one night and then Bex ended up watching quite a few with me that night once she sat down. Yeah, after it was kind of like in and out. Doing stuff. She was really got into them. Went to bed, started watching them all again. Well, she the was ones like, that I've missed. The ones that she had missed. Then I go to work the next day and I come home and she's like, oh, I finished Love and Death Fairy Watch. I'm like, what? You finished it? So she, not only has she finished it before me after sort of, Starting it after Starting it after me. Yeah. She had also watched it. She started at the wrong place. She started at series two and was like, when am I going to get to the ones I watched already? And yeah, yeah so you started at series two and worked your way backwards. But Meanwhile, the fact is, you'd stopped at the Hitler one. Because, yeah, because I was like, oh, like anything sort of war related, I thought, oh, be up for this. <laughs> I was like, I'll stop there because then we can watch it from here together. And then, like, because you were enjoying the ones, you went mm-hmm. to bed during one you can rewatch that but no you just fucking carry on smashed all three yeah smashed all three so, yeah yep. um yeah look, but uh, all in all brilliant right yeah really like, enjoyed it really good isn't it yes yeah thoroughly recommend it um and i think part of the reason why i liked it so much was that it was it was like a get in get out as quick and dirty yeah. so you could sit and watch like one or two if you had stuff to do yeah and it was only sort of like 10 minutes, 20 minutes yeah. that, of time that had been taken out. Um, and it was a real range of animation styles as well. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. yeah definitely. What was your uh, favourite one? Oh, so I liked, I can't, I, so one of, I really like Suits. Yeah, that was good. I liked that. But I also really liked Yogurt. Oh God, that fucking Yogurt one. It wasn't that so, good. It was so funny. It wasn't. Uh, listen, it really wasn't. Again, like you're allowed a different opinion. Doesn't mean you're right or right. Oh, no, that, that, but I also really like I say to one set in the freezer. Oh, the freezer. Yogurt. It's just food related, isn't it? What? There's no food in it. Yogurt. What was your favourite? <laughs> Stop saying yogurt at me. My favourite. I really liked the giant one. Right. Yeah. Uh, I also really liked. Is it called Ice? The one with the brothers yeah. racing with the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the electricity whales. That, so that was cool. really cool. Yeah, that uh, was But that was like cool. a little bit like reminiscent of Samurai Jack yeah. animation. Yeah, yeah, very cool. I, yeah. I also really liked the one where the guy is going after the kids. Yeah, and he's like, um, they have to eradicate the, the people that have had their babies. Because I just thought that was a really interesting concept. Okay, the really dark one. You yeah, it was really dark. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, to be honest, a lot of them were quite dark. That's I have. Oh, I just don't understand why there's got to be quite so many tits. Yeah, uh, like the, like cartoon sex and stuff is weird. I find it really mm-hmm. strange. And I'm not talking about um, hentai. Just generally, cartoon sex is odd. Yeah, it's a bit odd. Like whether that's like the space one with the sex scene. But she was, like, my problem with that was that she was sort of topless in, like, a white thong talking about science. And it kind of felt like it was... That's just the fact that, like, cartoons She's got her naked. tits out, but, oh, look, she's really smart. She's doing science with her tits out. It, that's what it felt like. And it was a bit like, oh, come on. You know, just some nerds wanking over this. <laughs> Cartoon sex. It's weird. It's weird. I'm sorry. Yeah. And some, if you like it that's cool but I find it weird it was really funny because I, I gave a list of like the ones that my mum might like because my mum's super into sci-fi she likes her sci-fi and space and stuff so I kind of went through the the list and I was like you'll really enjoy some of these because she also kind of weirdly likes anime as well uh, in and out like she watched Akira and really enjoyed that 
So Your mum's watched Akira? Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. So I did this list and I was like, oh, avoid these ones because these are a bit sweary and they're a bit violent and all the rest of it. And she was like, that's fine. And then she said, well, I did actually watch one because I wanted to see if you were right, if you're like, you're gauging what I would enjoy and what I wouldn't enjoy was right. So the one that she watched, I think, was called Sunny's Edge, which was... So good as well. Yeah, which was the the lizard fighting one. But again, that was like a little bit sexy. And I thought she would say... I didn't really see the need for the nudity but instead she was like I didn't really see and she kind of paused and she just went I didn't really see why the girl needed to get her head stamped on at the end and I was like yeah that is a good point I didn't didn't realize so I was like so my mum my mum radar was spot on yeah but also I think it's cartoon so you can get away with a level of violence yeah because it's not real exactly that you can get away with a level of violence that you don't get in no. I mean, she sat through The Walking Dead. She, it's not like she's really sort of super no. offended by gore or anything. But um, yeah, yeah. So I thoroughly recommend. They were they were really really good. Yeah, can't wait for more of it. I think the only one that I didn't really like, I found a bit boring, was the Michael B. Jordan one. Yeah, it wasn't the best, but it's very great animation. I mean, fucking yeah. brilliant animation. But yeah, yeah, and I quite like the. Like the motion sensor thing with the robot it was pretty cool. Oh but, yeah, that was really but, funny. Um, yeah, it wasn't the best. It was a li- like it was a bit boring, really. But yeah, it's okay. The three, bo- the three not robots all... one. Oh, three robots is so funny, it's really isn't it? Cool. Yeah, with the cats at the end. Yeah. So cool. Oh, that was brilliant with the exploding kittens yeah. reference. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I just was like, this is genius. It's so good. Give this person an Oscar. Um. Yeah. So thoroughly, thoroughly recommend. Love Death and Robots. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So what was next then? Oh. oh, I think I know what was next. It was Get Back. It was Get Back. Oh, my God. So, Get Back, the Beatles documentary, the yes. three-part Beatles documentary. Disney Plus. Disney Plus, um, made by Peter Jackson. He somehow got rights to all this footage. It had been sat in a basement at the BBC or wherever. And finally, it's they did something with it. And Peter yeah. Jackson, I say did something. It's almost as if he did nothing except for put it on. Put it all together. And put it together. Yeah. Because. Way to go, Peter Jackson. Way to go. It doesn't feel like he must have anything. I mean, we don't we know don't that. Know. But, you know, it's it was very, it's very good. Yeah, I like, so I've loved the Beatles since I was about mm, 13, which is quite a, quite a few years now. Yeah. And I kind of rekindled that love, because I've always loved them. I've loved them, like, since. But you know what it's like. You kind of listen to stuff and you go in and out with it and all the rest of it. And this just rekindled. I was like, oh my God. I need to just go back and revisit some stuff. It was incredible. I got like proper goosebumps. Proper emotional as well. That part. Uh, honestly. Yeah. You haven't been a massive Beatles fan at all. No, I've, like they've always been in my life in terms of how a bigger band they were. And mm. I've listened to them over... Mm-hmm over all of my life but i would never say i was a beatles fan mm-hmm. i definitely know that they are the greatest band ever if not the most you told me band. that they were overrated once can we, can we not put that in <laughs> don't like don't you need to edit that out because what i learned watching this and also have like since meeting you in listening to a lot more since we met yeah is firstly i'm an idiot <laughs> secondly 
Paul I McCart- mean, can we just talk about Paul McCartney for a minute? So, turns out, Paul McCartney might just be, is possibly the most important musician the UK has ever had. <gasps> now, if you haven't seen it, be like, why the fuck are you saying that? He's old now. Yeah, he is old now. But it turns out, when you watch this... Spoiler alert, we're all getting old. Yeah, when you watch this and you realise how fucking important he was to keeping the Beatles going mm. and his his fucking ear for music mm. and his ability to play mus- instruments, mm-hmm. it's fucking... Seeing it firsthand is... Mo- I was blown away. I think it would have been interesting. It would have been interesting to see... Like... something with Brian Epstein still alive and managing Mm. them and kind of getting them in the studio Um, because obviously at that point Brian Epstein had died Uh, he was their manager and they were they didn't have a manager so they were kind of like rudderless a little bit they were working with George Martin who obviously produced a number of a number of albums with them so they had that working relationship but I think, yeah, it would have been interesting just to have like a compare and contrast, mm. discuss, piece. But yeah. Um, the, in, but yeah, I, I, I agree. Like fucking hell, like what he, just watching him in those moments where he's controlling everything, trying to get everyone on the same page and yeah. the way he does it, he's not, he's not fucking, he's not a dick. He's yeah. just like, he's always questioning is why are we doing this? Why are we heading this way? This is what it needs to be for me. And he's, yeah. there's a, it's always like, the others weren't as open about what they wanted as he was. So he was always, it was like he was trying to direct everything to the direction, mm. not how he wanted, but as the Beatles should be. And I just thought I was fucking absolutely amazed. What, watching him work, I was just like, you yeah. never get, to, you rarely get to see genius up close. And I feel that's as close as you're going to get. Yeah. In so I, many ways. I think the thing with like Hard Day's Night helped Obviously, Yellow Submarine wasn't them, but you've got like Magical Mystery Tour. Yeah. There, there's there's like a persona that I think yeah. would have, that that was there or had to be there in yeah. those in those movies. And this was very much it was like you said it was really intimate. And even yeah. though like each episode's like two and a half hours, one yeah. of them's nearly three hours. Yeah. It didn't feel like uh, you were watching. It's like you're in the room with them watching them work. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Yeah, which was incredible. And and what was really sweet as well was that you'd got people, you had like Linda, who yeah. obviously passed away, but you've got Linda with her her daughter and, and you can see her interaction with, with Paul and the band. Mm. And like there's a really sweet bit where she's talking to John about some kittens that the cats yeah, had. Yeah, and yeah. John's like, oh, you can't eat kittens with stripes and you can't eat kittens with black spots. And she's like, you can't eat kittens anyway. They taste horrible. Yeah. It, I just thought, what? How wonderful that must be yeah. to kind of lose people and to kind of suddenly get them back mm. in that way. And it just, oh my god, it, yeah, yeah, it was, it was sensational. It was incredible. Um, like just seeing how much tea and toast they had whilst they were recording. <laughs> um, George Harrison's like well famed for kind of eating a lot, so he just constantly so seemed to have like a glass of so wine good. or some tea on um, the go, or whatever. But yeah, no, and just watching that, yeah, just it did. It very much felt like you're in the room watching them work, mm. and it, you know, in a in a massive career they had, we got a brief insight in mm. at the end of it, unfortunately, yeah. really. But fucking 
what a what a what a what a vision what a view in do you know what i mean yeah what a view in and it just goes to show that like for all the whatever was going on at the end and for whatever reason they split up for when things were good oh my god yeah it was fucking magical yeah because that that there's a total change isn't there there really is there really is from the first episode to like uh even the second to the third episode it's just like yeah, yeah. it's magic to hear songs being performed under like different names, different yeah, yeah, yeah. different lyrics. Yeah. So John's performing a song that eventually becomes Jealous Guy. George is talking about his solo material. Um, you've got then you've got Paul kind of just riffing and, and all of a sudden let it be. It's just there. It's, it's just a, there. It becomes a song. Yeah. It's just it was just incredible. Yeah. And I yeah, yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah, so if you're a fan of if you're a fan of music, just go yeah. and watch that. It's a. It, do you think the time of each episode will put people off or not? Possibly, but I mean, we I think we cut one in half because it was quite long. Yeah, I think I got a bit sleepy, so yeah, I think we cut one in half. You, I think you can do it, and I think because there's no storyline as such, it's quite easy to do that. Yeah. It, you can kind of pick it up and put it down, mm. and yeah, yeah. But it's, it's it was like, fantastic. It was brilliant. Well worth yeah. the rate. Wait, yeah, definitely. And nice to see that footage that's been rumoured around being used mm, for sure. So yeah, we finished get back, and then we did Cobra Kai. Season it's not four. karate. It's season not karate, everybody. It's Cobra Kai. Season four, right? Yeah. So, uh, what do you reckon? I like. I thought it was good. Introduction to Terry Silver was really good. Yeah. Introduction. I don't remember who he was. From Cry Kid Free. I know. Yeah. I don't think I watched three. I, well, I think I did, but I don't really remember it. Yeah, no, it was great. What's, I don't know what to say. Cobra Kai. It's still the, the greatest sequel that we never knew we needed. Yeah, definitely agree. I'm Team Johnny all the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, this, I've got to say it. I'm going to say it. And this isn't. It, at this point, Daniel LaRusso is pissing me off. Oh, really? Why? So all he sort of does is moan. Oh. Practice yoga, apparently, not really teach karate. And. What, in the show? Or yeah, in, in the show. Right. Oh, yeah. okay. And he's never at work. His wife seems to pick up a lot of the trouble. Fucking His kids hell. are little shits. So I'm I'm team Danny, Danny, Danny Lawrence all the way. Much better story up. Team, team Danny Lawrence? Johnny Lawrence. Johnny Lawrence. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at. So we had a, a really interesting, I had an interesting conversation with my colleague, my work colleague, Adam. Oh, he's not my work colleague, he's my friend, Adam. I just work with him. And we were talking about Miguel and saying that Miguel didn't really fight very much throughout the series. And we also noticed that he'd put a bit of weight on. And we reckon... Yeah, but they, like, it so, like Robbie got cut as well. Like, fucking muscle on him. I know. They both but we did. think, we wonder whether Miguel, Miguel actually had an injury which was why he didn't fight much. Maybe perhaps he's not been match fit, which is maybe why he's put a bit of weight on if he's uh-huh. been training a lot. And then that's why he kind of saved it all up for the final scene. Because he doesn't really fight an uh, awful lot at okay. all. You don't see him fight at all until really the end of the... Like when they're in the tournament, the All Valley Championship. Yeah. Yeah. I think what, was, what I really liked is that Hawk won. Yeah, Eli. Because you didn't, you don't think you think like that story arc a little bit, like they cut his hair, all this sort of stuff. And they think, oh, wouldn't it be it'd be really cool if like Eli won, and he fucking mm. won. And I thought it was cool. 
But here's, I'm going to drop something now. Eli looks so much better. Sorry, Hawk looks so much better without his mohawk. Well, there you go. See, there it you go. It just looks so fine. much yeah. more like, oh, um, amazing. But no, it's, it is brilliant, Cobra Kai. It's hard not to, people might think it's silly, and it is silly, but it's all the better for it. There is somebody at work, I know, he watched it, and she and her boyfriend couldn't get on with it, but they're a lot younger, so I think she's sort of like oh, 20. Okay she's like 22 23 so they've missed maybe. the boat yeah so i was kind of like oh it's really difficult i think if you've not watched yeah oh do you... i really sound like an old wanky person yeah. that's like i'm not yeah. going to know yeah. this because not. but no i think if you haven't seen those original ones yeah they were part of our childhood yeah do you know what i mean yeah. like we have a for sure we have a nostalgia yeah definitely. and i think it is i think it's definitely one of those things that's definitely lost in translation and you know what no one's done the uh like they've swept the crane the kick. No one's done the crane kick no. yet. I was waiting for the crane kick to come in at the end. I was like, someone's going to do it. I it, thought when uh, Danny and Johnny were fighting, I thought oh, he's going to fucking do the crane kick just to piss them off. No, you probably, um, do you know why they might why? not be doing the crane kick? Because it's possibly one of the worst kicks of all time. Like it's so rubbish. But what do you mean you know, worse? From a practical point of view, why going to do a, do my arms up <laughs> and stand like on one mantis. leg? Yeah, it's the, the more accurate name. Um, so yeah, it could be because it's a shit kick. That's why. Oh okay. Yeah. Well, me there you go. Never know. Mm. But yeah, no, we liked them? it. We liked it. So go and watch it if you haven't watched it yet. Oh even yeah, though, watch it. Well, all. to be it's fair, so this we just gave a spoiler away. But if you haven't watched this point, fucking well, nothing I can tell you, tell you except be silly. <laughs> And then the very last thing was we rewatched the first Matrix. Yeah, which we we did separately. Yeah, so but I you didn't on... realise that I liked it. No, I did. I just I didn't did. know if you wanted to watch the new one. And the only you reason just I'm going to ask gonna... me, I did. I think you were sort of nonchalant about it, so I was like, "I'll fucking go ahead and watch it." <laughs> so I put it on because um, I want to watch the new one, but I want to watch the old, the other three first, and then. And so we'll do the next two together, even yes. though I'm not very much looking forward to the next two because they're not very good, but. I'm quite looking forward to watching the fourth one. And the first one, fucking brilliant. Isn't it just? Still fucking brilliant. Isn't it just? Yeah. Absolutely brilliant movie. It's cinema- cinematographically, is that even a word? It's stunning. Yeah. Like there were there were times where I thought like you could just take a still now and it would be a really beautiful photo. Yeah. So yeah. Everything about that first film is amazing. Mm. I can't fault it. Even, uh, you know, I think you know how it's a good film is when the special effects haven't aged. Yep. It looks pretty good still, yeah. right? Yeah, it does. The only bit that looked... I always thought the only bit that looked a little bit ropey is when his mouth goes, when he's being interrogated by the agents at the beginning and his mouth gets like stuck together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just looks like yeah. somebody's put some elastoplast yeah, yeah. over yeah, it yeah, and right, yeah, yeah. put a bit of stubble yeah. on. But yeah, other than that, I I was like, whoa, this actually really holds up because. Yeah. So I remember, I remember way back when the options of watching, my mum and I went to the pictures and the options were the Mummy and the Matrix and we went for the Matrix. Oh, nice. I think if you look at the Mummy, even if you look at the Mummy two now, those special effects look, as my dad would say, very digitalized. It looks digitised. That is your favourite dad. That is my dad's favourite dad saying. Yeah. yeah, so I think the fact that The Matrix doesn't look digitised and wouldn't offend my dad says quite a lot about it. Brilliant. Yeah. Cool. It um, did make me want to buy like a big black leather coat and just sort of wander around. Yeah, I kind of like the 
the um, like the tech, the goth yeah, tech, yeah, cyberpunk yeah, goth so tech good, good element. Look. It's really good. Cool. Uh, yeah, it is really cool. And I think it's just what a film. I, yeah, just what mm. a film. That's all I have to say, really. Yeah. Like if you're if you're umming and ahhing about the fourth one, like apparently it's really important that you watch the previous three or at least kind of have a good knowledge of them in some way because there are oh, okay. bits that feed in. Yeah. So, yeah, go watch the. Go watch the old Matrix if you have seen the fourth one and you didn't like it because the first one's a fucking class. Okay. <laughs> I think I better take him away and get some food in. Boop, 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 boop. Pins and needles watch. Currently nothing going on. Amazing. But I think if we've sat down for much longer, they'll be back. Okay. Well, let's bring let's draw this to a close then. Yep. So yeah, that was our that was our Christmas watching. Thank you very much for listening. Really yeah, that's appreciate okay. it. We hope Blue Monday is not too blue for you. No, um, we hope it's a bit more multicoloured purple okay he definitely needs some food thank you very much for listening we'll catch you next time with Rush Hour 2 and we will see you on the flippy flop take care take care bye bye good day good day